Today, I am finally back to talk about planning, and this is supposedly part two (laughs) of my ADHD-friendly planning guide. Ironically, and I'll explain after the intro, I think this is part three, maybe part four, (laughs) and I'll tell you why when we get into it. Hey friend, welcome to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. I'm Joy, wife, mom of four, (laughs) and unorganized professional organizer. I have a heart for ADHD moms and kids. After spending years learning and organizing for other people, I realized there's a real need to turn the concept of being well-planned and organized upside down. It shouldn't be created exclusively by type A naturally organized people as a way to fix you or your home. Organizing, planning, and productivity should fit the way our brains think. Albert Einstein said, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. (laughs) Well, fish, let's quit trying to climb trees while being given tips by well-intentioned monkeys who cannot understand how our brains think. Join me in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. It's time to choose unorganized organization and flexible productivity. It's time to choose progress over perfection. I'm in this journey with you, and together, we can choose joy. Do you ever have those days where you just know what you're trying to get done and you cannot get yourself to take action on it? (laughs) Today has been one of those days. I have promised you that this episode was going to drop today and it is 2 p.m. Eastern time as I am recording. I am going to put it out today, (laughs) even though I should probably wait and just let it arrive in the morning tomorrow. I just, speaking things out loud on this podcast sometimes is my accountability measure to force myself to step forward. I believe I know the reason I struggled so much today. One is that last night was exhausting. Anytime storms come through, my dogs are just ridiculous and I get no sleep. I have got to figure that out. (laughs) If, If anybody is a vet and wants to write in what I need to do to dogs who panic in storms, please tell me. Uh, I have the little thunder shirt, but it's not doing the trick. Secondly, (laughs) side I digress there. It's because I realized I didn't think this sort of series through. Normally I have like an idea for a multiple part episodes and I at least know the plan. I know the order it's going to go in and I know what I'm going to cover in each, even if it's just the topic or the title or whatever. I have at least a thought in my head. And when I decided to jump back into this planning, I was like, you're just going to take it back to basics and you're going to walk them through exactly what you do. And then I realized I've done it sort of out of order and I've titled it weirdly and I couldn't figure out how to get myself unstuck from what I've already done. Every time I would start, I would just trip myself up and I was like, there is something to this perfection procrastination that is just real. And for those of us who have ADHD and our existence can look like a bomb blew off, somebody's like, that's not perfectionism. That is like so far from perfectionism. It really is. It just manifests itself very differently for us. I just, if I could scratch this and go back, I would reorder the way I did these episodes and I would have thought through each step and I would title them differently. (laughs) The only thing I have control of right now is that I can still go back and retitle some of them. And so I might do that. So if suddenly you see different titles on things, 
it's not new content underneath. I will keep the same episode number wherever it was. I just may go back and retitle it and put part one, part two, part three, part four. With that being said, I'm going to attempt to do a little recap and then catch you up to what is supposed to be covered today. I hope that helps. So what I'm trying to go over is this back to basic steps of how I look at doing planning, which is very different than most people. And this attempt to start this was episode 66, in which I ended up discussing how I set up my annual calendar. And I called that monthly, but it's not really, it wasn't, it wasn't what I do each month. It was what I do to start a fresh calendar, either at the beginning of a new year or at the beginning of a school year. And you know how you can buy those calendars that have the extra months in them right at the beginning of a school year so you can start in September or August and then it runs all the way through the December of the following year. I like those a lot, but sometimes I've muddled my monthly calendar up so much I actually will restart again in January and just copy any pertinent information over and it just feels like fresh starts. So sometimes I do that little annual calendar setup twice a year. Don't judge. <laughs> sometimes I just need the um, the boost. So there. But that's all in episode 66 if you want to listen to that. Then I started thinking, I kind of already explained what I did in the monthly and that ended up being in episode 64, which was where I talk about how at the beginning of each month, I gather all all of those bits and pieces and sticky notes and torn sh sheets of paper and backs of a receipt and all of those things. And I at least bring them all together and write them out as some giant monthly brain dump right at the beginning of each month in my bullet journal. That sort of sets me up to sort of refocus myself for each month. That one should have been part two, even though it's episode 64. See how if I go back and rename these, it's going to be a little tricky, but that's okay. <laughs> I keep telling myself, if you're going to have a podcast where you're trying to give advice, at least attempt to listen to your advice. Advice. So here we are in what really is part three, which is this, how I approach a weekly spread. So we're going to talk about that today, and I'm going to call it part three. <laughs> it is where I take the monthly calendar, and it's laid out open in front of me in its own calendar. And then I take my bullet journal and what I am calling a bullet journal, if you don't know what it is, Google that. There's a lot of great stuff on it, but any notebook works. It's just a blank notebook. The quote unquote bullet journal brand, if you will, is a dot grid. I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I do this every time. Look, turn. I had three years of German in high school and that sounds horrible. So forgive me, my German listeners. <laughs> Lushturn notebook in which you create the grids that you want to work for your life. And I like that better than traditional planners where they don't work the way I use them. Most importantly, because I don't like predated things because there are times I miss weeks and I don't want to feel bad about it. I talked about that way back in episode 16 if you want to listen to that. When I take my bullet journal for my weekly spreads, I use four total pages and I use two separate two-page spreads. And what I mean by that is I use two facing pages. So I'm using the left and right side of an open notebook. And then I flip the page and I also use the next two. I am always making tweaks to how I do my bullet journaling because one, I think I get bored and I just need it to be a little different and a little new. Two, I'm learning about myself all of the time and why would I stick to something that didn't work last week or 
after I tried it for a month and knowing that it could be tweaked, why would I not? It's also the beauty of a bullet journal is as you're learning more about how you're using it, you can constantly tweak it. I'm going to tell you my latest iteration, you know, use what works for you if it sounds great and, and leave behind what doesn't, which is totally cool. In that first two page spread at the top of one side, I always put gratitude because I try very hard to keep myself in a mindful, positive stance. And sometimes that's in me zeroing in and having to write three things that I just zero in on things that I'm really grateful for in that day. I tend to do those at the end of a day. Sometimes I do it three of them in one day because I've forgotten to do them. It's okay. Nobody can tell. If you look back, if you look at back at my old spreads now, you'd think I do them faithfully every day. I don't. I am never consistent in anything, but I am continuous. And so who cares? I catch back up if I need to. So one side is that. Then on the other side, I literally just write the word notes on top now. And the reason I've started that is because I am literally the worst at just having notes scattered all over the place to the winds. Then nothing ever works for me on the first try. I don't know about you guys, but you're like, hey, call and you know, make a car appointment. And I did that last week. I did that actually on Monday. And then my husband and I were talking. He's like, oh, you're going to have to change that because this, this, and that. And we're not going to have the car back in time. And I was like, uh, I needed to write myself notes so that when I call the car place back and explain to them why I now need to move it, all the things I need to get done that I forgot to say in my first call. Just needing things like notes to be in one place. My inspiration for this was when I was talking to you in episode 66, I explained to you how I always write my vacation notes in the the annual calendar on the notes pages. And just this week it came up, my husband's like, I don't see a confirmation on this or this. I thought you took care of it. And I was like, I did. And I was able to open immediately to that and go, look, I have this confirmation for this and I have this confirmation for that. And I had everything written down and we made a couple adjustments. It was so like fulfilling. (laughs) When you get a win, guys, it feels so good that I was like, I can do this on a more regular basis. It doesn't have to be on the one thing I do once a year. I have decided to add notes into this weekly spread as a way when I make these phone calls, I can have that page open and I can just jot myself down a few notes. I may not know what week I called things on, but I can at least zero in on a basic month or a basic few weeks where I can look back through those notes and go, aha, here it is. This is where I wrote down because we were going to schedule mulch in the spring and I actually called them in February. And yes, I've got this written down. You get the point. That first two page spread, one side is gratitude, the other side is blank left for notes while I'm actively using them during the week. The second two-page spread, and this gets a little more complicated and I will definitely be posting pictures in the Facebook group. And if you are not part of that and you want to join, it's bit.ly slash joy loving home community and you can join. Welcome to all of you, by the way, who have joined. We're like up to 123 right now. So things are growing. It's very exciting to know you guys are, you guys are out there. So the second part of the two-page spread, I take and I divide each side left and right into three columns each. Then I I cut the page in half horizontally. So I just draw a big line across horizontally and then I have it divided into three columns on each side. On one side, at the very top I put, this is the week of whatever to whatever. And I'm a Monday through Sunday girl on a calendar. I still acknowledge Sunday is the first day of the week, but I like my weekend to be together when I look at it on a calendar. So I put in those Each of those columns, I write down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And in the final column, I split Saturday and Sunday in half into that column because I just, I don't have as many things traditionally that I need to be as worried about on a Saturday or Sunday. 
once I have all of that in place and I have that horizontal line across the half, I take the top half and I use it for everything that has a specific time. It's when I have to run a kid somewhere, when I have to make a, a, when an appointment is scheduled, if I have a specific time I have to make a phone call, if I have a meeting scheduled, if I'm working at a client's house, anything that has a specific time constraint that is not fluid in any way, shape, or form, all that goes in the top half. And then right along that horizontal line, I write down, (laughs) I'm going to call it dinner plans. And I use that word so lightly because I am horrible at meal planning. What tends to happen is I write down what we had for dinner after it's already happened. Because I keep telling myself if I keep doing that, then one day I'll be smart enough to go, I don't know what I want for dinner. And I'll look back and go, look, there was like a whole week where I wrote down what we had for dinner. Why don't I just repeat that? One day that's going to (laughs) work. I am sure of it. So I just keep writing down what we had for dinner. Yeah. And one day I'll turn it into something. I'm just, my brain is not ready for that yet. But I still track it for whatever reason. And then, okay, so now we're on the bottom half of these columns. So on the left side, I have the O for my only acronym. And if you're curious about what this is, I actually spoke about this in episode 63. So again, this whole series is out of order. In episode 63, I talked to you about how I needed a refresh to my the way I do my planning. And I used to do what if as an acronym for my intentionally flexible planning. And now I'm doing if only. And the O in LY is explained in detail in episode 63. But on my O, which is my one and done's, I am doing something new. So I wanted to share that with you. And what I'm doing is because I'm finding that I am really good at plucking the easiest stuff off of my brain dump list and avoiding the hard things. Don't judge. It's happening. Or I'm getting focused on what I think I can finish this one whole category and then I ignore something else out there that's sort of important because I have this delusional belief that something's actually going to get complete. It's kind of like the laundry and the dishes, guys. There's just always stuff to do. So I don't know why I have this belief system that I'm going to finish a category. What I have decided to do to kind of shake myself up is I have grabbed three colors of sticky notes. I am using one color for my one and dones that are related to my family, one color that is my one and dones related to my home, and one color of my one and dones that is related to work. And that way I'm just jotting down three to four, if they're related, items on those stickies and I am sticking them on the one and done side of this page. And the reason I'm doing them as stickies is because one, by spreading them into these different colors, it allows me to know I'm working at all of the categories all of the time. Two, I am not committing that these are to-dos. I am committing that these are the things I would love to focus on when I can find the time to do them. I'll tell you what I'm going to do at the end of the week in just a second. So I've got those listed. And then on the other side of the page, those other three columns are my N, which is the needs. And right now I'm trying a tracker system. So on that column, all it says is update your trackers as a way to remind myself to go back to the tracker page, which is in my um, monthly, and try and make sure I'm updating those. Spoiler alert, 
I've fallen off the wagon, so I need to start that back up. Then my L is my long-term goals. And so on that one, I also took a sticky and I challenged myself to put a couple small bites of my long-term goals onto there to sort of keep in the front of my mind for this week. And then my Y for my U column, I have um, started trying really hard to take my health a little more seriously. It is related for me right now to honoring my exercise and my eating because those are two things I'm trying to focus on. What I'm doing now, I've got all of that laid out for the week. What I will do probably on Sunday when I'm setting up the next week's schedule is I will take those stickies off of the page and I will write down anything that actually was accomplished and I'll put a nice check next to it because I like to look back through a planner and everything written down was something that was done. It feels really good to give yourself credit for tackled tasks. And then I will take those stickies and I'll move them to the next week and I'll cross through anything that actually got done so that I'm still focused on the same things, but I don't have to rewrite them again. I hope this is making sense. I hope you're able to envision it. But like I said, if not, I will post pictures of all of this on the feed today. I promise. As soon as I get this posted, I'll go back through and I will show you photos and if you have any questions guys at any point I would love to do like a Q&A in the group or if I have a bunch and you're not part of the group and you want to message me or I'm on Instagram at joylovinghome or if you want to send me an email joy at joylovinghome.com I would love to do follow-up podcasts about things that you guys had questions on like hey joy I liked your idea of x but I don't understand this or I heard your idea of why I have an even better idea what do you think about this I would love to share your all's ideas with my listeners you guys have been amazing those of you that have reached out to me I don't need to feel so selfish that I keep all of your comments to myself. I would love to continue to share those. Just know that I would love for this to be as open communication back and forth as possible. And it's weird because I sit here in front of a microphone. But I know you're out there. And yeah, do me that favor of, of communicating back. I really, really, truly love to hear from you. And with that being said, if you have ever gotten any value out of this podcast and you have two seconds to give me a rating and review it would mean so much you guys I only have 25 and there are 120 of you in the Facebook group (laughs) so you have taken the time to join my Facebook group but you haven't taken the time to go I can just click the little five stars even if you only rate and you don't do a written review I mean the written review is better for me because it just sort of helps me be found but it really it really would mean the world to me thank you for the 25 of you who have I really do appreciate you I just had to add that and then the last little thing because this is getting really long that I wanted to share I am constantly tweaking this wow pow organization week that I am wanting to host and it starts on Monday and I have four of you interested I'm reserving eight spots and I know you're like joy you haven't even given us enough details to go on guys if you have ever If you want to listen to a smoothly polished person who knows how to do like sales and (laughs) promotions, you are in the wrong place. But if you want to know that this is a highly unscripted from the heart, truly wanting to serve you and wanting this to happen, this is me and I'm doing the best I can. So thank you for hanging in there with me. Thank you for wanting to be part of my beta group for those of you that have reached out. I am still collecting information. Like I said, I only have four. 
Still have four spots left. Send me the email, joy at joylovinghome.com. That doesn't mean you have to commit. It just means like, hey, I'd love to know more information so that I can have you all in one email. I can send you the information the second I get it all pulled together and then you can decide. I promise no offense if you're like, I could be interested and then you change your mind. I, I will not be spamming you with like, you said you wanted to and where did you go? I just, I get, I get that it's me, not you. <laughs> so just... Communicate if it's something that could interest you at all so that I can get the information to you and I don't drag too much onto this podcast. All right, that's plenty. Until next time, choose joy.